More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Thousands and thousands of migrants apparently are waiting in Mexico to rush the U.S. border when Title 42 ends as new cities and campouts have been created out of thin air. Thousands are camped out just waiting, waiting for the official rule, waiting to rush into America, knowing that no one is going to stop them. When Title 42 public health authority used to quickly remove illegal aliens ends in a few weeks at the request of President Joe Biden's administration. This month, as you may know, a federal judge struck down Title 42. When that judge struck it down, then the word spread quickly overseas, all over the world, and people started flooding to the border. Now, they're smart because they understand you got to wait. Don't come across the border. Just wait until Title 42 Public Health Authority ends. Now, what is Title 42? Well, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC authority, first imposed by former President Donald Trump in 2020 to allow Border Patrol agents to quickly remove illegal aliens arriving at the southern border. Rather than appealing the judge's decision, the Biden Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas asked the court for five weeks to, quote, wind down Title 42 because they are happy and want the onslaught of illegal immigrants coming across the border. As a result, Reports indicate that thousands of migrants are waiting in Mexico. In fact, thousands of migrants are waiting in Juarez, Mexico. Thousands more are waiting in Tijuana. Not because someone told me this, because there's actual video in pictures now of the camp cities exploding in size. They're all in camps, all talking and all waiting, preparing for the end of Title 42. They know it's coming in the coming weeks, so they're setting up their lives like they're camping out for weeks, not days. They're basically setting up for almost a month so they can get their chance to rush the southern border and know that once they reach the other side, they can turn themselves into Border Patrol. And once they turn themselves into Border Patrol, they know that no one's going to kick them out. Morgan Smith who is a reporter with El Paso, Inc., traveled to the migrant camps in Juarez, also in Palomas, Mexico, to find thousands and thousands who are telling 
the reporter, Morgan Smith, that they are waiting for Title 42 to end. This is how smart these illegal immigrants are. They understand the politics and they understand who their best friend is, and that is the guy who's the president, Joe Biden. On a recent visit, I made my third trip to the tent camp set up by hundreds of Venezuelan migrants in Juarez, just across the Rio Grande from the Border Patrol Processing Center in El Paso. I visited the another shelter in Juarez, which was housing almost double the number of migrants it normally does. I also visited shelters in Demings, New Mexico, and others in Mexico, both of them full. Likewise, migrants in Juarez told Border Patrol and Border Reports that they're just waiting. They are waiting out the next few weeks before they rush the southern border. Meanwhile, another news, iNews source reported that about 14,000 migrants are waiting in Tijuana for Title 42 to end, and they expect that number to double. Right now, it's 14,000. They expect it to be closer to 30,000 illegal immigrants that will be waiting in Tijuana on the day that Title 42 officially ends, and they will all rush our border. Quote, One migrant from El Salvador said, We will stay here until those four weeks pass. This is the goal, to get ahead and so our children can have a better future. I am hopeful that I will get to cross and God will be with me on my journey, another migrant told Border Report. I have faith. Already, the Biden administration has been imposing an expansive catch and release policy that has seen an estimated 5.5 million encounters along the border and about 1.4 million border crossers and illegal aliens released into American communities since February of 2021. Daily, to put it in perspective, how bad it is at the southern border, and this is all designed on purpose. This is not bad If you're the Biden administration, this isn't bad if you're Mayorkas. This is good news. You designed the system to work this way. Why? Because we already know they want to give amnesty. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to tell you about our friends over at Turtle Box. Ladies, do you want to get your man a gift for Christmas that he'll actually use, freak out over, and all of his friends will be going, dude, where did you get that? I've got that gift. It is called Turtle Box, and it is the loudest, truly portable, waterproof speaker on the market. It's a Bluetooth speaker, and it is amazing. It's perfect for hunting, fishing, tailgating, backyard parties, pretty much anything that is outdoors. And it is the perfect Christmas gift for the man in your life. So before you go buy something that he has to fake when he opens it, going, oh, I love it. You want to give him something he'll freak out over? Get him this. Go online to TurtleBoxAudio.com. Use the promo code Ben. You'll get $20 off plus free shipping. Yeah, it is the best looking speaker out there, and it's truly the loudest portable speaker. TurtleBoxAudio.com, promo code Ben. TurtleBoxAudio.com, promo code Ben. All right, now, Biden is welcoming at least 6,200 Border crossers and illegal aliens at the border daily now. 
Let me just hit pause there and go over that number. When you look at 6,200 legal aliens are coming into the U.S. every single day, you know that this is done by design. They're trying to overthrow this country and what it is. I'm referring to the Biden administration, the Democratic Party. President Joe Biden welcoming these 6,200 border crossers and illegal aliens into American communities every day. That according to new figures shared from the Federation for American Immigration Reform. For the month of October, for example, close to 87,000 illegal aliens successfully entered the United States at the southern border without being apprehended. They are referred to as gotaways. This gotaway figure only includes those whom the Department of Homeland Security is aware of and potentially thousands more may have successfully entered the U.S. via the southern border as well. The number of, quote, gotaways is particularly significant. Why? Because over the last two fiscal years, more than 68,000 border crossers and illegal aliens with criminal records were encountered, including many that were apprehended by Border Patrol at the U.S.-Mexico border, suggesting that many criminal illegal aliens are likely successfully evading apprehension each month at the border. Quote, Agents have no reason to believe those who have criminal records or are on the terror watch list are among those sneaking through. In fact, they would probably be those that would be the most cautious to not get caught because of their criminal records. In addition to gotaways, the figures suggest that likely 105,000 border crossers and illegal aliens were released into the U.S. interior on purpose by the Biden administration as part of its expansive catch and release network. All right, real quick, let me pause and tell you about our incredible friends over at Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They want to make it easy for you to try switching to Patriot Mobile from whatever service you have right now. You can give them 60 days to show you why I use Patriot Mobile and why you should make the switch. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile, for two months, you get your third month free. Plus, you get free activation. Now, they offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks, and they use the same exact cell towers of all of the three other major carriers. You're going to get the same coverage you have right now. You get the same great service. You get to keep your same cell phone number if you want to. You can even usually use the same phone you have in your hand right now. Now, why do you want to switch? When you do, they actually stand up for our First and Second Amendment rights, and they give a portion of your bill every month back to conservative Christian causes that we all believe in. So if you're ready to support a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and our freedoms, just go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Or you can call them 972 Patriot. That's 972 Patriot. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values, support a company that actually does. Make the switch today. Get a free month of service plus free activation. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972 Patriot. More than a movie is back with season two of the award winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You look at these numbers, in addition to these gotaways, in addition to all of this that's been happening, none of this is by accident. You look at this and you add these numbers together. This brings the total preliminary number of border crossers and illegal aliens who entered America in October alone to at least 192,000. A foreign population more than three times the population of Sarasota, Florida, which is about half of the total number of apprehensions for the month. We're catching entire cities in a month. Secretary of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, he's also been lying to Congress. We know that. He's probably going to be impeached by the House. I'm going to deal with that in a moment. But let me just tell you one of the new statements that has come out and an important statement. Quote, the primary responsibility of the federal government is to protect Americans and our interests. President Biden and Secretary Mayorkas have knowingly, willfully, and consistently violated that responsibility. We have never seen such numbers in our history. And the Biden administration's purposeful open border policy is solely to blame. These are numbers the American people have a right to see within what was once a traditional time window. The Biden administration cannot continue to cover up what is happening by waiting until after business hours in the second half of the following month to release its data because they've been slow playing the data. Why would they do that? Because they don't want you to know what's happening right before they end this important piece of legislation where so many people are sitting at the border just waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for Title 42 to end. Democrats, by the way, have been hearing this idea that Mayorkas should be impeached for purposely not doing his job. He's supposed to be protecting the border, and we have an open border. MSNBC anchor now says that the House Republicans are, quote, bullying. I wish I was making it up, but I'm not. Are actually bullying Mayorkas with impeachment threat, saying it's the Republicans who are evil, not the guy that's allowing hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants across every 30 days. Your reaction to Kevin McCarthy, I mean, his threats of investigations, if the secretary doesn't resign, is this what we can expect if Kevin McCarthy becomes Speaker of the House? Leadership by bullying? 
Is this an appropriate tone or approach to address issues with immigration? These threats, this is bullying. No, you have a guy that's not doing his job. You have a, a human being that's refusing to do his job. Former Border Patrol tr- chief actually came out, Rodney Scott, and said the not only is the Biden administration bracing for the end of Title 42 at the border, they're looking forward to the onslaught of legal immigrants coming across the border because they've done this by design. And he said anybody who lied under oath about the border should be impeached. That would mean Mayorkas. Why? Because he lied, saying we have a secure border. He said it under oath. We don't, but he said it under oath. He knew he was lying because he has the numbers. The same numbers that I just shared with you. Take a listen to Rodney Scott, former Border Patrol chief, saying this on Fox. If Secretary Mayorkas does not resign, House Republicans will investigate every order, every action, and every failure will determine whether we can begin impeachment inquiry. Chief, should there be impeachment hearings if he won't resign? Most importantly, I don't think this should be a partisan issue. Protecting America and telling America the truth, if you're a cabinet member, should just be expected. So anybody that blatantly lies to the American public, goes under oath to Congress and lies about what's going on on the border, and refuses to take actions to slow down this massive crisis at the border, definitely should be impeached. At the absolute least, they need to have a hearing so America really truly knows what's going on. Because unless you're watching this network or you're really doing a bunch of research, the mainstream media is lying to America as well and telling them uh, that there's nothing to see here. And this is the worst it's ever been. In chief, by the way, it's the worst it's ever been. The chief, the former Border Patrol chief just told you it's the worst it's ever been. Now, you may want to ask yourself this question. Who's controlling the border? It's not the U.S. government. It's not even Mexico's government. One of the other big issues we've been watching ongoing, the Biden administration has now been ordered by a federal judge to stop using Title 42. That's slated to end now December 21st, to turn away immigrants caught illegally at our southern border related to health policy. Are you concerned that this ongoing crisis is about to get far, far worse? Yes. And Molly, you took the words right out of my mouth. It's not even a crisis anymore. It's an absolute catastrophe, as my good friend Tony Gonzalez just said in the last bit you had up there. Because, I mean, look at just what's happening with the illegal narcotics. The Mexican drug cartels are controlling our southern border, not the federal government. And this is asymmetrical warfare. We lost 107,000 Americans last year that this administration doesn't mention ever to opioid overdoses. 80,000 of those from fentanyl alone. And most of the fentanyl is produced in China. So we lost 293 Americans a day. In World War II, we lost 297 a day. So this is asymmetrical warfare being waged by the Chinese communists, and nobody's saying anything about it, and we have to change course. Yeah. I want to go back over those numbers. You listen to what he just said, comparing it to war. Look at what's happening with illegal narcotics, he says. The Mexican drug cartels are controlling our southern border, not the federal government. And this is asymmetrical warfare. We lost 107,000 Americans last year. That this administration doesn't mention ever to fentanyl overdoses. 80,000 of those fentanyl alone out of the 107,000 overall. And most of the fentanyl is produced in China. So we lost 293 Americans a day. 
In World War II, we lost 297 Americans a day. So this is asymmetrical warfare being waged by the Chinese communists, and nobody is saying anything about it. And we have to change course. This is on par with World War II losses of life in America, American losses of life. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, real quick, I want to tell you about my good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. With the economy uh, really and inflation out of control and the stock market taking horrific losses, the NASDAQ down uh, more in one month than we've seen back in 2008 was the last time it was this bad. You may be looking at your financial portfolio and you're sick to your stomach. You're not alone. The question is, if you are not diversified in precious metals as part of your financial portfolio, then what would it look like now? Maybe if you would have been. It's not too late, by the way, to take advantage of gold and silver. It is a hedge against inflation. And it's a way for you to diversify your IRA, your 401k, your investment portfolio. If you've never looked at gold and silver, there's actually no better time than right now. Now, I've been investing in gold and silver for, gosh, almost 20 years. Uh, I've used it as a percentage of my strategy to protect myself. So on the worst days on Wall Street, usually they're not as bad for me as they are for others. Call Legacy Precious Metals and see what they can do for you. Call and get the free investor's guide right now. 1-866-751-2218. Get the free investor's guide. You can also go online to Legacy pminvestments.com. That's legacypminvestments.com. Also with our podcast, don't forget to hit that auto download button now so you can get this podcast every day automatically for free. I want to go back to this story. Representative Waltz went on TV saying, Kevin McCarthy is absolutely right to hold my Arcus responsible for the fentanyl pouring in across our border, killing as many Americans a day on average as we were losing in World War II. Uh, GOP leader Kevin McCarthy says the border is the top priority when Republicans take over in January. So my question to you is, what exactly can you do in the House to better secure the border? Well, Kevin McCarthy is absolutely right to hold Mayorkas responsible for the fentanyl pouring across the border, the cocaine uh, you just mentioned, but also the record number of deaths of these poor people trying to cross the border, uh, in addition to the 30 to 40 percent of young girls that are sold into human trafficking or sexually assaulted. It is despicable. He should resign. He should be held uh, accountable. From a congressional standpoint, uh, we have the power of the purse. Uh, 
in terms of forcing the administration to actually build the border fencing and wall that has already been uh, appropriated uh, and withholding some funding until they do that. And then finally, we want to know, you know, what is Mayorkas's um, responsibility here? And then what has he proposed to the White House? And what is President Joe Biden's responsibility? How much is Mayorkas just following orders from a White House who clearly is just fine with a wide open border? Next one, Congressman, I want to get into this. Is he wrong? This is the guy that wants an open border. We know that he's been lying to Congress, saying the border is secure. We know that the amount of drugs coming across the border killing Americans. We know all of it now. We also know something else. Not one single time. While Congress has been controlled by the Democrats, did they hold a single hearing on the border crisis? That may be the reason why this is an issue. They knew it was a problem. They knew Americans were dying. And they chose during that time to do nothing on purpose. Goes back to my opening statement. They designed this. This is success for them. This is what they wanted all along. There's no accent here. There's no oops here. This is exactly what they wanted. Yeah, I spoke with Congresswoman uh, Kamek yesterday. She accompanied Kevin McCarthy on his latest border trip uh, where he said he's going to be holding those news conferences. Um, She says that Democrats have literally done nothing. Watch. Coming from an administration that they have done absolutely nothing but facilitate the trafficking of children and drugs across our southern border. Their plan is they have no plan. And to criticize Republicans who have not only put forward a plan through the commitment to America, but we have offered legislation time and time again. I think it's incredibly disingenuous that the Democrats are saying, oh, well, you know, I think we can work together on a couple of these issues. We have tried. Yeah. What do you think of the White House calling this a publicity stunt? And we just had a soundbite of a Democrat just moments ago saying, oh, Republicans just like to parachute in. Listen, the president can parachute. He can walk. He can plane, whatever. Visit the border because he never has in his lifetime. So how is this a publicity stunt? Well, you have members of Congress that are from the state of Texas. You have senators from Texas and Arizona and other places that are saying that this is a really serious problem. So don't don't tell me that they're helicoptering in. And by the way, that's something in 50 years of public service Joe Biden has never done. He's never gone and do it again. Go talk to the Border Patrol. There's 20 plus thousand of them. Do you think that this administration will actually talk with and have the Border Patrol tell us what's going on? No way. They didn't hold a single hearing in the Democrat-controlled Congress on this topic. And that is just absolutely uh, a political malpractice on on their part. Yeah, go talk to the families, uh, especially of the four uh, Border Patrol agents who commit suicide because the morale is at an all-time low because they have zero support. And then once they put their lives on the line and they apprehend and they arrest, these migrants are being released. So what's the point of even showing up to your job? There it is. That's the overall look at the border. So when they come out and they tell you, oh, well, the Republicans are just wanting revenge. Right? This is absurd what the Republicans are doing. No, it's not. I do believe Ronnie Jackson said the House will absolutely impeach DHS Chief Mayorkas. He has to go. I agree with that statement. 
He absolutely has to go. He was asked if the GOP is serious about impeaching Mayorkas. Jackson said, absolutely, we're going to start the process. He has to go. There has been no accountability in this administration for anything that they have done, whether it's been the economy or COVID or the disaster overseas in Afghanistan or our border. Mayorkas has to go, so we're going to start investigating him. We are going to investigate every decision he's made. We're going to use the power of subpoena. We're going to use the power of the purse and come after Mayorkas. He needs to go. We need to make an example of Mayorkas. And he'll be just the start of what we do in the new Congress. But he's absolutely got to go. He's been a complete and absolute disaster, and he has been the lead on making this happen. The border's being it, the border being the disaster that it is, let's make no mistake about it. This could not be happening without Biden. Biden and Mayorkas are the traffickers in chief right now. Jackson also added the coyotes, they moved them up through Mexico or from 130 different countries now. They get them to our southern border and then they take over the logistics. We give them plane tickets, train tickets, bus tickets, cell phones, welfare, schools, health care. We're creating unbelievable incentives for these people to come here, and they are doing it purposefully. That's why Mayorkas has to go. He is damaging and destroying this country in a variety of ways. Now, you're going to see the media continue to go, well, we've got our feelings hurt here. We can't believe they're doing this, right? Right, We're, you're going to see statements about the bullying here, right? Because Kevin McCarthy has come out and said, we're going to go after Mayorkas if he doesn't resign. And you're going to see all sorts of media come out and say, we're shocked that this is happening. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, they are threatening DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas with a potential impeachment inquiry if he doesn't resign. The Department of Homeland Security responding, saying in part, quote, members of Congress can do better than point the finger at someone else. They should come to the table and work on solutions for our broken system and outdated laws, which have not been overhauled in over 40 years. Joining me now is Illinois Congressman Mike Quigley, a Democratic member of the House Appropriations and Intelligence Committees and a good friend to us. Good to see you on this holiday weekend. Thanks for joining us. I hope you had a good one on Thursday. But let's get right to this. Your reaction to Kevin McCarthy, I mean, his threats of investigations, if the secretary doesn't resign, is this what we can expect if Kevin McCarthy becomes Speaker of the House? Leadership by bullying? Is this an appropriate tone or approach to address issues with immigration? You know, I think we've heard about this for coming months. Uh, It sounds like uh, McCarthy preaching to the faithful. He knows he's going to be in a tight race for Speaker within his own party to get to that threshold number. So uh, he's attempting to appease them on an early stage. You know, we impeach for people, for presidents who incite uh, violent insurrections and attempted coups. But we impeach presidents um, who attempt to extort our allies like Ukraine. We don't impeach for policy disagreements. There's an oversight function which is altogether fitting and appropriate. And if you don't like what the secretary is doing, you can talk about that. Uh, and you can introduce legislation to address it. But jumping to impeachment, it goes beyond bullying. It, it's well beyond constitutional purviews. And uh, I think it is what we should expect. Mm, that's unfortunate. And- He's a victim. Not the same number of people that are dying from fentanyl overdoses and drug overdoses in the U.S. It's the same level of war, too, of Americans that are dying. No, they're not the victims. 
Mayorkas is the victim. That's the Democrats and the media way of fighting back. They're telling you this, and they're going to keep telling you this, and they're going to keep saying this because they want you to believe that the real victim here is the politician that created this Biden and the politician's workers, Mayorkas, who have created this entire scenario. Do not fall for it and understand that this is a this is not a witch hunt. This is just the facts here, and there should be accountability for not doing your job. We're going to keep you updated on this fight. I can promise you that. Make sure you share this podcast, please, with your family and friends and share it on social media. If you'd write us a five-star review as well, that would be a huge uh, help to us reaching a new audience, and we will see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.